And I know I always say I'm excited about this week's special guest, but I really am. Richard Hart is, Richard, you're very similar to me, actually. You, you, you too want to make the world a better place. And you We're actually rare say that on your website. There's only two of yeah. us. Exactly. Us so, and all the beauty pageant the queens. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah, them as well. I, I remember those days. Are, right. they, are, they, are they even allowed now? Is it, hasn't it been banned? That I kind have of thing? no idea. I hope not. But hey. I don't watch it. No, so. exactly. <clears throat> but I don't like when things get banned. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, I think we're probably going to agree on a lot. There is, even though I said that we're quite similar, there is at least one thing where we 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 differ greatly. Right. I think you're a billionaire. And I've heard that. Rumor, I'm not. But who knows if it's true? Are you? Are you actually? Are you actually a billionaire? There's two things I don't tell people: where I live and how much money I have. Everything else is pretty okay. much fair game. Yeah. Most people fair think enough. I'm a billionaire. Well, Because yeah. yeah, I founded, okay. uh, I don't know, I used to mine Bitcoin back when it was 50 cents. Then it went up to $69,000. I used to uh, have a 150-employee company in the United States six years before uh, Bitcoin was invented. Retired a multimillionaire then at the age of 23. I uh, it was 25, actually. And then I founded Hex, Hex.com, which is, you know, worth hundreds of billions depending on the day and then i've like you know we've had two sacrifice phases for two other currencies pulsechain.com and pulsex.com pulsex.com is at 889 million today sacrificed for freedom of movement and then the other one for freedom of speech i think that was like 600 uh 600 million before the sacrifice volume ramp stopped so there's just a lot of money in the things that i uh i look at I think the answer is you bastard. You've done quite well for yourself. And how Just old are you? Started. You're, you're still a 42 child, now. Right? 42 now. 42, yeah, but I dress like a teenager. So. I, yeah, yeah. Well, that's one of the privileges of, of having that money, isn't it? Um, my, my, my grandfather, uh, was it my grandfather or my great grandfather? It may have been my great grandfather who had had some money. Mm-hmm. And he used to, used to dress quite sloppily. And someone pointed this out to him and said, "Yes, I dress sloppily because I can afford it. Uh, I dress sloppily because I can't afford it." But that's another right. story. Yeah. Um, so you've already answered. You, you, you've given me your, your kind of brief resume of, sure. of your life. So that, that's yeah. my first question out of the way. Um, there's lots of kind of bigger picture questions I want to ask you, and lots of sort of more focused questions on crypto and stuff. But first of all, bigger picture stuff. Are you are you a fan of people like? Catherine Austin Fitz. I mean, are you Never coming down the rabbit hole with me? Who's that? Ah, okay. Catherine Austin Fitz. Well, she used to, she's kind of a poacher turned gamekeeper in that she used to work for the US government. Yeah. Um, and she now sort of draws people's attention to things like the, the, great, the great reset with regards to where, where they're going to crush the economy and turn us all into to slaves of central bank digital currencies. Mm, aren't um, they kind of already doing that? I mean, you've got <laughs> helicopter money has made it so that everything is more expensive than it's ever been. No one's, no one's wages have kept anywhere near up with the increases in prices. They take your money yeah. through the form of taxes and then they dribble a little bit back to you in the form of stimulus. And so instead of taking less and just leaving you in control, they make you beg for your own money. And uh, then they basically put you in prison so that you're not allowed to move anymore. 
That was that is a crime. I thought to restrict someone's movement was false imprisonment. You go to jail for that. Kidnap somebody, you go to jail for that. But now, apparently, if you just do it at scale with millions of people, no big deal. So now you can't go where you want to go. Um, yeah. yeah, they're winning. Yeah. And the only good thing going on that I know of is crypto. Everything else sucks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid you're right. That I was. I was having a. A, a massage the other day. Oh, I, oh that must be nice. Back trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess it's the crypto been, and the massages. I've been, I've been having too many massages recently. All right. Um, and uh, the, 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 the woman who does it um, said to me that some friends of hers had just come back from Stop a taking your towel off. That was a terrible Asian accent. <laughs> it sounded like a, a German accent. I don't know. No, she, wasn't, she, wasn't work. she was actually English. <laughs> So, right. so, so some friends of hers have been on, on a skiing holiday to Austria right. and in order to get out of Austria they had to have some stuff shoved up their nose you know some swabs yeah. Yeah. I mean they were lucky not to get the anal version they, they had yeah. they had to be swabbed by this doctor yeah. and one of them who had had no symptoms at all tested positive for this alleged COVID thing uh-huh. and instantly the Austrian authorities took him away in a uh-huh. windowless van yeah. and took him to a, a effectively a prison cell i mean yeah. it had a, a window looking onto a brick wall mm-hmm. it had a, a rudiment rudimentary toilet and, yeah. and a sink and that was it no tv yeah. even. and they imprisoned him there for six days yeah. now you're right what you said earlier two years ago three years ago this would have been international news an outrage yeah. of yeah. abuse of power and now we've come to accept this is the normal thing well uh Except is a strong, I mean, I guess who we is. Yes, I guess a lot of people. Well, yeah, not not us. Yeah. But I, I mean, I choose the battles I'm going to fight because this isn't going to be the hill that I die on, right? Like I've got that. I'm not going to blow out creating the world's best performing assets by, you know, hopping on a soapbox and yelling at the powers that be to no effect, I might add. I'd rather keep building and gathering up energy until we can strategically deploy capital and get intelligent people elected. So, you know, for me, it's a different game. For people that don't have the future of doing that, maybe the soapbox and yelling is the best way to go for you guys that maybe aren't as financially uh, adept as me. But like, you know, yeah, it's, it is, I am disgusted by it. It is absolutely, you know, your, my rights don't stop at your convenience and you don't get to abridge my rights and violate my rights. My first amendment rights to freedom of speech, my first amendment right to freedom of association and assembly and that requires movement so you don't get to stop and you know abridge my rights and imprison me because it makes you sad or because you're bothered or because whatever you're doing with your life doesn't actually protect you that's your problem not mine so you can go live in a box not me you can go isolate yourself not me like it's it's disgusting yeah yeah well we're we're all feeling it wherever we live around the world there are very few there were very few places that you might hide or retreat to. I mean, back in the day, I'm old enough to remember when we used to used to say, well, obviously, there's New Zealand. We can go to New Zealand because that's nice and peaceful Mo- and remote. But New Zealand is a kind of a sort of satrapy of, of communist China now under Jacinda yeah. Ardern. And even even in the US, I mean, presumably you, you are in the US. No, I mean, nobody knows where I live. It's, it's okay. like a top secret okay. double agent. I mean, well, there's tons good. of people no, that know, that, but just nobody on the internet. 
but okay th- th- that's that's fine but yeah. i think we agree there are very few places we can it, this is this well, is all any, our problem really. like where are you gonna go canada is now gonna put a tax um, on people one of one of the yeah. the states in canada i think it was quebec decided to put a, a tax on people that didn't get the jab you're like okay yeah mm-hmm nice <laughs> it's like isn't I thought what happened I, to bodily autonomy? It. Is that not a thing anymore? Can the government just do whatever they want to you? Are they going to start doing forced sterilizations yeah. again? Like, can we? Hey, I have an idea. Why don't we all take an IQ test? I have I have IQ. I'm in Mensa, and then all the dumb dumbs that are in office, they don't get to have kids anymore because their IQs aren't high enough. Since we don't, since the government decides what's that. going on, and then cheeseburgers should be illegal because they're not healthy. Soda should be illegal. I mean, heck, since the government's in charge of our lives now. I can think of a whole lot of things like everyone go to bed eight eight o'clock, you know, nanny state. It's disgusting. People forgot like, <laughs> I, I just, you never thought you'd see this stuff to tell you the truth, and all the things that people said but were never going to happen happened. And you're like, okay, you got everyone that was on the side of the government. The government lied to you over and over and over again. And who's the government? It's the guy living next door to you. And when you see the cops beating up little girls making them get unconscious and peeing themselves. Those are your neighbors. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It sucks. That's very, that's very true. I was going to, I was going to drop by, by saying that, of course, this is not a new thing. What you were, what you were um, uh, invoking then was pretty much the philosophy of people like political philosophy, people like George Bernard Shaw. I don't know, you, you've I don't seen know that, any of these people you're talking footage. about, bro. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like okay. I'm from America. Consider- I don't know none of these people you're talking about, bro. You sound like Brits. Consider it part of your education. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. going to educate you. George Bernard Shaw was a very famous playwright, okay. um, writing about the turn of the century, sort of yeah, the early early 20th century. Say, yeah. he was a also a Fabian. He was probably a Malthusian. Don't know, so don't know any of these words, brother. Gradual- What's a it's, Fabian? Fabianism. Fabianism is about the left the left's march on uh how the left conducts its takeover by increments rather than by okay. revolution so okay. they capture the incrementalism they, okay in, it's like it's like that okay. i saw a good british clip of the the sausage like if the germans were going to invade when do you release the nukes when they invade poland no when they invade uh, france no when they're at piccadilly no well then when do you actually use those defensive nukes you figure out they're like you can't actually yeah. ever use them death by the cutting of the sausage there's a show called yeah. i can't remember what it's called but it's a good it's a good statement in that like nukes don't work but back to fabianism and malthusianism is what's that malthusianism is is you know the, the idea that the earth cannot support so many people so we need some kind of depopulation program that's no, terribly stupid or, idea. Or we need we, we need to do something <coughs> yeah, these, these we need more are, people not but, less yeah. or, yeah, totally. I'm, I mean, we're, me we're and Elon Musk are on the same page here. Like, the the world needs more people, not less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's amazing how how prevalent is the idea promoted by people like you've heard of David Attenborough, right? Yeah, <laughs> you see, he's the guy that talks yeah. with a deep David voice Attenborough. and likes to look at animals. He's got a whispery voice, yeah, soft whispery yeah. voice, and yeah, he's revered. I mean, he's revered like. Like Here we see the blue whale in its natural habitat. Yeah, that's that's like an American version of what he says. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So, but but he has promoted this idea, which if you asked a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of mm-hmm. normies, 
is the planet overpopulated? Well, they all say yes. They say yes. Because they're all stupid. And they... They're dumb. Well, they are. That's true. You're like, get in an um, airplane, you look out the all. window, and show me the people stacked on top of each other. Nope, it's all empty. The only place you find pockets of population are where they choose to be stacked on top of each other by choice because the food's better and the dating opportunities are better. The movie theater's bigger. The shopping's better. The distance to work is shorter. It's like everything's better. People choose to live that way. They don't, they're not forced to. And then when they do live that way, the population goes right through the, the rate of copulation and generating new people goes straight down. So any nation that gets rich, you can watch Hans Rosling's TED Stocks on it. Negative population growth in Europe. Negative population growth in Japan. What do you want? Every place people get rich, the population growth goes down to like not even sustaining the current population. So can't argue with math. The math is very clear. Yeah. So where do you, before we talk about cryptos, where do, where do you see this all going? I mean, are we going to win against these, these people who are trying to crush well, us and destroy us? Maybe. My gut feeling is yes. So, so the reason I think yes is that they're just doing what they think is the best thing, and they're just too dumb and educated by the wrong people in regards to what the best thing is. So it's not that they really wanted to take your rights away, although many people say that. It's not what, that they really wanted to be pieces of trash, although a lot of people say that. It's just an emergent property of getting bad advice. First it was, Masks don't work and they're even harmful. Now it's you have to wear them. Well, someone was really, really wrong, weren't they? Someone was really wrong and they should get slapped for that. Who was wrong? Who got this? Right? And then when I, my calls to action are non-physical. So mental slapping, social slapping. Don't, don't physically slap these bastards when you meet them because that would be illegal. Um, you know, if you get something wrong, you should have to be penalized for that. And so someone got that wrong, the CDC particularly, you know, and then creating these viruses, which are gain of function, which really means how harmful can we make this to humans? That's what that really means. doesn't seem like a good idea to me. That doesn't seem like something you should be working on because we like nature is already doing that. And I have a vegan friend and he says, you know, it would be great if all these meat eaters wouldn't keep making wet markets where all that you're breeding pangolin viruses with bat viruses with pig viruses with humans and then mixing them all up to see what type of super virus you can make and you can't really argue with that like i just had a giant steak not very long ago like an hour ago tastes great yeah you know i don't think they're sticking it next to the pangolin and next to the bat and all this jazz so there are things we can do to be healthier as a nation i don't think it's an accident that most of these viruses are coming from a single place in the world (laughs) where it's like hey guys do something different over there this ain't the first rodeo. Yeah. This ain't the first time we've had this problem. And since it's trillions of dollars of problem, why don't you guys chuck billions at it to fix it, please? Because we can't do it for you. You know, we ain't got no pangolins and no bat markets where I'm from. Fix it. Yeah. Stop sucking. You know, please. You're killing people. Um, so, so in the end, I think I think we'll win, not because we deserve to win, not because anyone did the right thing but just because these viruses tend to get weaker over time and it should kind of end up similar to a cold where it's something that sucks and you just get it occasionally and it's just part of life. That's how it should end up naturally. Because otherwise, think about all the other horrible things, the pandemics of the past, well, where did they all go? Did they have amazing interventions back then? Did they have amazing medicines back then? No, viruses just tend to kill off people 
and become weaker over time. So we're, we're just going to win by luck, basically. It's my opinion. Right. But it, sound, it sounds to me like you don't think that this was all planned. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. This isn't the first time this has happened. I mean, Bill Gates has been talking about get ready for the next pandemic for 20 years. And I mean, we were, we were probably 10 years overdue. So it's like, yeah, we have these happen every once in a while and they suck. And you really would be better off throwing money at it earlier rather than later. There's not enough people working on medicine. Right. That's why I raised $27 million for medical research. Me, I raised $27 million for medical research. It's part of the reason I am the best person in cryptocurrency. So, you know. I, well, I'm not going to argue on, with you on that. I, I, I think we do, we do disagree about the, the origins of the, the pandemic. But well, where do you think see, it came I from? See, I, see the, I mean, it was either well, a lab or not. And either way, it came from the same exact place. And either way, they need to be doing all, better. All roads lead, all yeah. roads lead to Fauci, certainly. But, but well, the point is that, that all these measures... No, measures I mean, all produced. roads lead to China, man. All the, the Hong Kong flu from the 50s is Chinese, you know? The mm -hmm. SARS was Chinese. The COVID is Chinese. This ain't, this ain't mm -hmm. a new thing. Like, and Fauci, he ain't over there. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not, look, he well, sucks, well, but he, it ain't he his did. fault. He, he, he contracted out his work to the, to the lab in Wuhan. So, it's, so he did, actually. I mean, well, under Peter Dachau. He sucks. He, he obviously sucks. But yeah. if, he, if he hadn't sucked, you would have had. Man, look, this was in a movie, bro. Everything you're seeing was in a movie called either Outbreak or Pandemic. I think it was called Pandemic. Every single thing that you saw, passports. You could only go shopping yeah, if you yeah. had a passport. Where it came from, how people respond. Like, you just, everything was in the movie, man. Like it, it, people already knew this was going to happen. It di didn't take any extra work or thought at all. It was literally all in the movie. Because <clears throat> it was easy to predict. Well, that's because they, yeah, they tell you what they're going to do. But look... I want to. I, I don't want to waste your your. But the thing is, listen. Here. No, look. I got all night, bro. I'll put you to sleep. It's okay. <laughs> no worries. Um, you do not. The people that are in power do not want the world to get more screwed up. They don't. They make more money when the world does better. People that own businesses like it when they can have their business open and customers can be shopping. People that are in finance like it when people can be using their credit cards and getting loans and buying stuff and doing commerce. Everybody wins when everything works better. So the powers that be do not prefer a pandemic. They do not prefer people can't move. They do not prefer that everything has to be shut down. They don't want that. They really don't. It's against their interests. It makes them less wealthy. It makes that things less convenient for them. It makes it harder for them to go to their parties. Nobody wins when this crap happens. So, I mean, yes, they suck for many reasons, but causing on purpose a pandemic is not one of them. Okay. So we're going to segue smoothly onto the subject of, you said that crypto is the, is the, the savior and our answer. Well, um, it allows you to out-earn the horror. The horror is still there for everyone else, but you get to abstract yourself from it or extract yourself from it. Well, you, I like to think so. And I, I'm sure that there are lots of people watching this who are going to be going, yeah, well, I've got some, I've got some Bitcoin or I've got some Ethereum. What, are you? What do you say to those people who say that the 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 powers that be could pull the plug on cryptos at any second, and that that, that we, this is just we're just waiting to lose all our money if we've got cryptos? They're retarded. Let me give you an example. <laughs> are you listening, retards? Richard Hart here. Let me tell you how retarded you are. Okay, 
What's the biggest lobby in the United States? The Motion Picture Association. And who do they work with? All the famous people. Okay. And what do they hate? Online movie sharing. Why? Because it's stealing money directly out of their pockets. Okay. Have they shut down online movie sharing? No. Is online movie sharing alive and well? Yes. Is it the best it's ever been? Yes. So what, what happened to your big powers at B story? What happened to the government's going to shut it down? What happened to all that? No, the government didn't shut it down. You guys are all wrong. You all suck. What happened? To, oh, by the way, all the libertarian retards, and I'm half libertarian, so hate to call them retards, but I have libertarian friends that said Tesla's a terrible company. They only survive in government subsidies. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. So they make the world's safest, quickest cars that drive themselves and automatically steer and brake to avoid accidents. And even if they don't avoid them, if they do have an impact, they're the safest car you could possibly be in. Oh, they suck. Okay. Now let's go look at the price chart. Oh, it went from like nothing to 1400 a share. Oh, so the price chart's great. The performance is great. The brand is great. They don't spend any money on marketing. They don't spend any money on lobbying. This all sounds pretty awesome, guys. It sounds like the libertarians were wildly wrong and lost tons of money shorting a good company all the way up. Did the same thing for Netflix. Apparently, they learn real slow. Uh, Netflix is stupid. They suck. They, you know, they send you discs. You're like, bro, have you updated your worldview in like 10 years? They stopped doing that. And now they do their own movie productions. They have a locked-in audience. They have exclusive. There's tons of things that are awesome on Netflix that you can't see anywhere else unless you just steal them. You know. And then the libertarians are like, huh, what? So all the stuff I hate actually was a wildly good investment. I hated Bitcoin because the government was going to shut down. Oh, it went up 6.9 million fold. Libertarian idiots, which is funny because in the beginning, the libertarians bought Bitcoin, but then these other libertarians, it's weird. These two groups of libertarians fought each other. The guys that were anti-government, gold bugs, love Bitcoin. And then there's guys that are anti-government, but afraid of government and said they're going to shut Bitcoin down. It's hilarious. Like Michael Saylor did this. Michael Saylor, who now has bought billions and billions of dollars of Bitcoin, said that they were going to shut Bitcoin down like they did online gaming. Oops, wrong. Instead, you buy the top. Instead of buying back then when it was 1300 he decides to buy it when it's 10000 Flap, 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 flapping his lips. I bought it at 30 Also bought the top. Went down to two. But held it. Yay. So there's this nuance to getting things right. I get it right. I had a live stream with a guy named Harry Dent. He said there was going to be a market crash, 90%. I said, nope, they're just going to keep printing money. He said you should short the market and buy bonds. Guess what? I was right. He was wrong. Our bet ends in a year. Right now, he's down 30%, depending on how much leverage he has on a short. Idiot. Hey, look, there's this chart that only goes up and to the right forever. I'm going to bet against it because <laughs> this time's different. Annihilated. And he's been wrong for 20 years. He's an idiot. So, like, you know, yeah. I get it right over and over and over again, and time proves me right. I called the Bitcoin top on the day nine months ago, and that top call has been in profit every single day for nine months except one. Little blip, 6%. Judas candle to get everyone long, and then it went down 41%. And now it's sitting down about 38 39% right now as we speak. I was right. Everyone else was wrong. Yes. And this happens over and over and over again in more than one area. So it's down 38% now. Yeah. Um, does that mean that um, this is a good time to buy? What's, what's I don't think going so. on? What's go where's it going next? No? No, when it falls out of the parabola, it goes up with a parabolic rise. When it falls out of the parabola, it tends to drop 85% of its value. So 85% down from 69K is 11K. Now, there's a chance the government has printed so much money that even though it's a reflective, a reflexive system where people, you know, right now you could buy grayscale Bitcoin for 25% discount. 
And that's what most of you know Wall Street does is they just buy grayscale Bitcoin because it's easier to put what, on their books than to take. What's what's grayscale? So grayscale Bitcoin? is a trust in the United States that buys Bitcoin, and then yeah. you can buy shares in the trust, and the trust owns the Bitcoin, but you have no right of redeemability. If you right. did have a right of redeemability, you wouldn't be selling for a twenty-five percent discount. You'd redeem it and sell it for full price on the market. But since there's no right of redemption, right. they're just taking a haircut. But the whole rise up, they had a twenty percent premium. Now they have a 20% discount. So right. it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy top signal because as long as, as long as Grayscale is sucking away institutional demand with their discounted Bitcoin that they really do have, it just doesn't have redemption, you know, you're, I, you're not going to go up. You're not. It's too much weight. It's too heavy. People buying JPEGs, serial numbers loosely related to JPEGs, which may or may not still be hosted on the internet, paying millions of dollars for those. Nope. I don't believe it. Sorry, guys, you got to lose all your money. You bought a million dollar, didn't even get a JPEG, but you bought a million dollar JPEG, let's call it. You got to lose all your money. Sorry, dude. You're dumb. See ya. So until those guys get washed out, until all those NFT guys get nuked, I, I don't see new highs. And I don't count that one Judas Candle 6% thing as a new high in crypto, which goes up down 15% a day. Um, and then, by the way, so you when I called that top, Bitcoin went down 55% from the day of my call. Then it bounced and then it went down another 42. My cryptocurrency hex went up 33X, which is 3,300%. So if you had sold your garbage Bitcoin when I called the top and bought hex instead, you would have made 33 times your money. Now there's been a dip. Now it's only 13 times your money. Oh, only 13 times my money. Yeah. In, uh, Nine months. So why, like, why talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum when what I built murders them performance-wise? Better uptime, better. Well, funny because we're built on Ethereum, but like, we still have better uptime. It's interesting because <laughs> you have different failure modes so just, that are complete. <clears throat> so, so imagine I've never heard of of cryptocurrencies, sure. or I, I've heard of them a bit, and I'm, yeah. I'm eager for your your accumulated wisdom yeah what what would you be saying to me now i mean i, I you know i'm worried about the markets i'm worried about this and that i think bitcoin what, ethereum when top. should i buy crypto wait for the dip sorry i would wait for the dip the real dip wait till you see all of the guys that bought million dollar jpegs crying bloody murder because no one wants to buy back their million dollar jpeg from them wait for those guys to get washed out is these the nfts yes Wait for those guys to get nuked, nuked, zero or close to it. Once those guys get dead, then you can talk about going back up. They need shaking out. Um, so, you know, 85% drop usually is what you get. And then the last bear market only lasted exactly 365 days. So the pain doesn't have to last a long time. And if you want to talk about gains from the COVID dip, Bitcoin dropped 65% in 14 days for COVID. And then it went up 18 fold. Ethereum went up 50-fold. Hex went up thousands of fold. So choose wisely which asset you participate in. If you really, if you really want to do well, I think you might want to look at this PulseX.com, which was my newest thing. So far, it's got 800 and I'd say 90 million sacrifice so far currently. It's more than that. I mean, that's just on the Ethereum chain. There's another 40 million on the BSC chain, another 14 million on the Bitcoin chain, another, you know, 4 million Bitcoin Cash, Monero, Litecoin. There's like, it's a lot of people very interested in it. Um, it supports freedom of movement. It's a political statement. 
So I think PulseX.com is the way to go because in a bear market, new things can overperform. Like EOS in the last bear market did a 40X and then it never did anything after that. It just sucked terribly after that. Um, It dumped and then just stayed in a range of a 3X or or doom for like evermore. Uh, Yeah, so PulseChain.com, PulseX.com, Hex.com. I I don't think you're going to beat those. You're really not. Perfect flawless, 100% uptime, unbeatable. And then with the reflexivity and the dumps and all that, I I called yesterday that we should get a 10% bounce today because we were oversold on the daily RSI and Ethereum, two-year lows on the daily RSI, 28 and 29, on an oscillator that only goes from, you know, zero to 100, 30 to 70 in in the green area. And what happened the next day? We're up 14% today. And I give these price calls away for oh, free. Right. Yeah, like I'm a god at this. I called the top in 2017. Oh, well, I called well, the listen. top in 2021. 20, like I'm a god at price calls. I don't make very many of them. It's well, not like I'm throwing darts at a wall and some gold. of them hit. Yeah. Crypto God, can I consult mm-hmm. your wisdom then? Yeah, go ahead. So I've got quite a lot of money in in cryptos. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I've seen it go up to mm-hmm. 60 thousand or the equivalent for whatever crypto it is uh, now they're kind of languishing much lower do i do i liquidate them all and buy and, and, in, in expectation they're going to buy lower or do i just hodl <laughs> one i'm not a financial advisor two yeah with that with that said i think sitting through a bear market sucks and i think if you're just buying now you're buying the top and that's the thing would you buy now from a fresh from new and if you wouldn't, then why would you hold now? So if you wouldn't add to your right. position now, why would you hold now? Because they're the same thing. So strongly look at PulseX.com. You could sacrifice probably many of those cryptos and you know yep. get some free coins that become very valuable in the future, perhaps. Right. Um, so it's like, yeah, I, you've got a bounce here because it's oversold. But the world's richest guy already yep. bought. El Salvador already bought. Israeli retirement companies have already bought. What do you, who's the next world's richest guy that's going to buy? You got to understand, like this is yeah, this is a zero sum game, kind of, and someone needs to buy the top and sell the bottom. Is it you? Are you the kind of guy that buys the bottom and sells the top? So now, look, if you have a long enough time horizon, yeah. you can justify just holding. But why though? So if you if you buy a seventy five percent dip and you get another two x, you're really up eight x. But if you don't buy a 75% dip and it goes up 2x, you're only up 2x. So, you know, the difference between 8x and 2x is nice. So buying dips, it's pretty cool in a bull market. But when the dip keeps dipping, and by the way, how do you know you're in a bear market? Oh, I don't know because the the annual return on Bitcoin is negative right now or close to it. It was negative yesterday. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe it's up 2% today or something. It's trash. I mean, I called the top on the day. What do you want? (laughs) I call the top of the day. It's been a profit right. nine months except the day. Don't you wish you followed my advice? What can I tell you? <clears throat> and do you have any idea of the of, of the timeline for the next the next rise? I mean, well, it depends on, on when you can shake these guys out, right? Like you you need them to get shaken out. You need the dead weight shaken right. off of the the airplane. Remove the ice from the wings. It is not beneficial to have a bunch of noobs that just got here and bought million dollar JPEGs in profit because all they can do later is dump them on you. So when yeah. someone when someone buys a stupid JPEG with a 40 grand, instead of buying a real crypto for 40 grand, it hurts the other crypto's price performance. Those people have finite money and there's finite ticker symbols and if they allocate their money to stupid crap, 
then the good stuff doesn't get the capital that has you know less price performance and how you know do you yeah. want to live in a world where poor garbage pixelated copy paste generative art is what people are funding and creating more of hey guys i have an idea why don't you save the money you paid for getting your fake fun non-fungible thing which is actually totally fungible which is the reason why one of the prices affects the other prices they are fungible uh yeah. you know go take that money and hire an artist and go make your own project and keep doing that until everyone realizes it's crap because like look at some point i'll probably give the audience what they want and give them that trash that they shouldn't want because better they're in my ecosystem that works better than other ecosystems. So pulsechain.com gives everyone a copy of all of their NFTs, a copy of all of your Ethereum coins, a copy of your Ethereum on a new chain for free. You don't have to do anything. It's free. Well, guess what, man? A lot of people like free stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reducing the value of the thing that I'm creating by telling you the truth about NFTs, which is that you're trash. And I'm alienating a large audience, but screw you guys. Like what you're doing is trash. Go make real art. So, tell me about uh, tell me about, about give me the give me the pitch for PulseX. What what, what is it? Well, PulseX is, is like Uniswap, which is an on-chain exchange. It just has lower fees, and uh, there is an address which could, if it wants to or not, do coin burning. But since you can't have expectation of profit from the work of others due to U.S. security laws, you can't have any expectations of it. Maybe just watch it and see what it does. Um, right. And then, so it's like Uniswap. It's an on-chain exchange. No counterparty risk, no middlemen. Swap one thing for another thing. And then on uh, Pulse Chain is a fork of Ethereum. It's just, it gets rid of the environmental waste. It doesn't do proof of work. It doesn't have to blow up the environment. It doesn't have to pay for environmental waste. So it has less negative externalities, better price performance. It doesn't inflate to pay for the waste. It only has deflation. It has coin burning built into the protocol. Um, burns 25% of the fees. Has higher, you know, faster, better, all that stuff. You can use the test net right now, yeah. play around with it. And then, uh, yeah, so our fork of Ethereum is called Pulse Chain, pulsechain.com, and our fork of Uniswap is called Pulse X. And then, you know, Hex, you're going to have your stakes on two chains now. So if you have Hex now, you're going to have it on the Ethereum chain, you're going to have it on the Pulse chain. If you have Hex stakes, you're going to have them on both. And so it's the, the kill shot here is that we incentivize people to bridge in their ERC20s from the Ethereum network into Pulse and pair them with their free PRC20 copies that they got for free. And that acts as a liquidity pair. And then as people trade either side of it, they make fees and they also make an incentive reward token on top of that. And so when people back up the value of all the stuff they got for free, it that's what makes it all work. Because if you just make a copy of a thing and there's no liquidity and there's no price bonding and the prices don't move up and down at the same time, you know you don't have a derivative play in all the value of Ethereum. So whether, whether projects like our system or not, you can speculate on the value of mainnet Ethereum things on this side for much cheaper. Because look, right now, people today were paying two, $300 to do a Uniswap trade per trade. It's unreasonable. They're paying 20 to $40 to send an ERC-20. It's unreasonable. It's not supposed to cost more to send an Ethereum transaction than a bank wire. That's the opposite of why we're here. We're here for increased efficiency, not decreased efficiency. We're here for lower fees, not higher fees. So. I hope that Pulse Chain can reduce Ethereum fees, make it more useful, and make the world a better place. Like it, it's just so many good things, better for the environment, free money. It's just awesome. Yeah, I've seen you talk about um, cash and and how the destruction of cash is as a medium of exchange is is 
not good for freedom, not good for anybody. I mean, well, if, we, if we, privacy we, is a human right, how do you maintain privacy when you have to beg a company for permission to buy or sell things? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, you can't and, have privacy yet without cash. And yet, this is where the world is going, isn't it? Oh yeah, yep. Try and find an ATM. Good luck. Less yeah. and less every every year. So, given that that is so, and given I mean, given that the, the central banks are trying to introduce central bank digital currencies, which will, I mean, turn us into that's going to be good. For, it's going to be good for crypto, though, because if is people. Yeah, it's like letting your wife hang out with a bunch of supermodels. She's going to get banged. So if you if you let your citizens hang out around crypto, they're going to want the mad gains, period. Oh, there's mad gains available? I can make 33 times my money in nine months? Cool. Uh, I'll take that, please. Yeah. You know, no brainer. Yeah. Is but is it still between... I mean, I, I hear, you know, as you can tell, I'm, n I'm not the, great, the world's greatest expert on cryptos, but... Mm -hmm. I know that there are factions, factions which are fiercely pro XRP, Ripple, and they say that that is the future because that's what that's going to be incorporated into the into the evil rulers' plans. And then there are those who say that Bitcoin is the only thing. They're um, all idiots. Adjudicate on this matter. Sure. How many banks use XRP? None. How many years has it been around? I think it's been around since 2013. So uh, nine years. Zero banks use it. They integrated with uh, MoneyGram one time. XRP didn't go up. MoneyGram stock went up instead. <laughs> Oops. You would have made more money having legacy stock instead of the XRP. It, look, there's nothing wrong with XRP except the, the false marketing. Oh, and by the way, something I said in 2017, which is as true then as it is now, Companies that make their own software and their own server hardware and their own server hosting facilities and their own everything, their own programming languages, they're not buying your bags. They know how to fork open source software. They do it all day, every day for a living. They're not buying your bags. Facebook did not buy your bags. They went and made their own currency. Now they stopped working on it because the government said, mm, bad company, bad company, but they didn't buy your bags. They didn't buy your XRP, they didn't buy your Bitcoin. So this idea that, you know, Amazon that forks software for a living or Facebook, which forks software for a living is gonna buy your bags is very stupid. So XRP ain't gonna be the, the backing currency for anything, never. Right, and Bitcoin? Do you want really slow transactions? Do you like waiting an hour for confirmation sometimes? Three hours sometimes? No, you don't like that? Do you like high transaction fees? Do you like paying in between, you know, eight to $45? No. Do you like poor price performance? You're down holding it for a year. No. Oh, but oh, you know, it has reduced volatility. Oh, it dropped 65% in 14 days for COVID. Tell me more about reduced volatility, please. Garbage. It's trash. Oh, it's not even secure. Doesn't have a written spec. Is spaghetti code. Has had multiple inflation bugs where anyone could mint as many free coins as they want. It does not have a bug bounty program. It's trash. Doesn't doesn't have stable coins on it. Doesn't have NFTs on it. What what can you do with it? Can't use it anywhere. It's garbage. But people are like, oh, right. oh, it's so good. And look, it's a better investment than gold. It's a better investment than the S and P five hundred usually. But like when you have, it's very clear from the COVID bottom, Bitcoin did a seventeen or eighteen x. Ethereum did a fifty, and Hex did multiple multiple times that. So would you want to make more money or less money? 
You want to have more features or less features? Bitcoin's way better than gold. Ethereum's way better than Bitcoin. Hex is way better than Ethereum. Pulse Chain will be way better than Ethereum. You know, things get better with time. Don't be a screwdriver maximalist or Phillips, a flathead maximalist, Phillips head maximalist. Use the correct tool for the job. Bitcoin may have been a good tool five years ago. You're the right. not an early adopter now. You're at the end of the S adoption curve. You are the guy that gets to make little gains so, while everyone else got to make lots. Right. Everyone so already we're not heard see of it. Bitcoin. <clears throat> okay. So we're not going to see um, highs higher than sixty thousand dollars. Well, sure you will. Yeah, but you're just gonna it's, you're just gonna have less and less gain. You're gonna have less exponential growth over time because it's right. too heavy now. Oh, Bitcoin's worth a trillion dollars. Cool. Do you know how heavy it is to push up a trillion dollar thing? It's heavy. Elon Musk bought and no one noticed. That's how heavy it is. Elon Musk bought a billion and a half dollars worth of Bitcoin through Tesla and no one even noticed until it was over because it didn't barely move the price. So, it, and guess what? <laughs> How many other guys want to chunk that much money in there? So it's, that's, that's not good. You want something that has less right. for sale so that when someone comes to buy a bunch of it, the price goes through the roof. So people yes. are like, oh, you know, more liquidity. No, no, you want liquidity on the bid side. You do not want liquidity on the ask side. How, many, how much liquidity is yeah. there for the Mona Lisa? Okay, well, that seems to be a good formula. You know, people forget supply and demand for some reason. Um, this is a question for my, on behalf of my wife, mm -hmm. who is worried about the, about, about the fact that I've got a chunk of money in cryptos. Yeah. And I say to her, well, look, um, fiat currencies could go tits up at any moment. So it's good to have a crypto, a portion of one's um, investment. You know, you know my, fav my favorite cryptos. response to that stuff is? Let's say you were the biggest naysayer in the world and you thought crypto was trash, the worst garbage ever. You hated it. Fine. You could have bought Hex on January 5th of 2021, 2020 rather. Sold it on a double, 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 sold it on a double. 13 of them. And then been playing with house money. So this idea that you're, you know, Ethereum went up 50x in a year and a half. Bitcoin went up 18x in a year and a half. If you're so worried, peel up, peel a little off. Now you're, you're playing with house money. It just doesn't, like, I don't understand this. Oh, it's the world's best appreciating asset. I'm so scared. It's the best appreciating asset class in the history of mankind. Why are you so scared? Look at the chart. Look at the chart. Yeah. It's very obvious that this is the best thing in the world. What do you want? It not only is the best chart in the world, but it has the best sharp ratio too. Like your ratio of upside to volatility is also the best. Like by every possible right. metric, cryptocurrency is the best. Unless you're stupid and buy fake coins and they go to zero. Then for you, it's not the best. But luckily, most right. people aren't that stupid. More than I wish, but not most. Okay. So, so far I've gathered that really I shouldn't be hanging around in in Bitcoin waiting for the for the next rise. I should be getting out and moving into something else, which is likely. Hey, I'm not a financial advisor, but I called the top on the day, a couple cycles. I called the bounce today. I called a 10 to 12% bounce cap. And just like I said, you do you, man. But uh, I, I wouldn't advise yeah, yeah, anyone yeah, I like to buy Bitcoin. I'd, I'd rather go on your advice than on the funny little voice in my head, which hasn't a clue. I've probably so outperformed good. you as a speculator, probably. <laughs> I think that's probably fair to say. Um, you're very, again, the idea of, of trading, aren't you? You're very you much lose all your money. buy and- You will lose all your money. Trading is death.
And why is that? Well, it's a zero-sum game with a middleman. So this guy thinks the price is going to go up. This guy thinks the price is going to go down. Middle guy is like, Haha, let me get these two idiots to try and take their money from each other. Oh, look, they're fighting each other. Oh, look, they're, they're betting against each other. And the middle guy is like, thank you, thank you. Bid-ask spread, thank you. Fees, thank you. Liquidations, yes, give me some more. Oh, you know what? How do I multiply the house advantage against you? I'll give you leverage. I'll let you trade more money than you have. <laughs> now I make money even faster. Now you're going to get wrecked even quicker. Oh, look. Oh, they're all dead. So huge website, eToro. Ads everywhere. Top of the website, 67% of people lose money with us. Yeah. People still do it. You're like, hey, guys, guess what? You you sign up here. You're going to lose your money. Says it right there. Why are you doing it? Why do you keep doing it? Oh, because you think the odds don't apply to you. You think you're better. Okay. They do apply to you. You're not better than anybody. So it's like <laughs> the only people that get rich in crypto are founders and buy and holders. If you had been able, imagine there was a product that would have forced you to hold from Bitcoin at a dollar to Bitcoin at $69,000. I invented such a thing that monetizes the time value of money. And while you're holding, getting rich, you could have been getting more the whole time. You could be getting yield the entire time. Bitcoin doesn't offer that. Hex does. But instead, people think they're smart selling on a 2x, 4x, 8x, 16x. 32x. Hex already did 10,000x in 623 days before staking. With staking, it multiplies that. So you would have been up, you know, 2 million percent instead of 1 million percent based well, on how long you staked. Richard, this is not fair. I, I like, I've, I've missed out on Hex. Or does, does that, did is, you? Is Hex did you, still got anywhere to go? Well, hold on a second. It was just 56 cents like three months ago, and now it's 22 cents. Yeah. So Hex is nice in that Ooh. it dips. So it has oh, done good. 60, 70% dips like seven or eight times in the two years that it's existed. So we're doing the same things other cryptos have done on a faster frequency. So if you if you go to lookintohex.com, you can see charts of Bitcoin from inception, Ethereum from inception, and Hex from inception. And we're doing yeah. the same things that they did, but just faster. I mean, what do you think, by the way, what do you think the average stake length in Hex is in years? Six average years. Length. Six years. The average stake length in Hex is six years. What do you think happens to something that people buy and they don't sell? It's very obvious. It's very, very obvious. It goes up. Yeah. And how many 15-year stakes do you have to have in order to get an average of six years? Because 15 years is our max. A lot. And what do you think people do when they sell their Bitcoin? They say evil, terrible things about it. What do you think they do when they have a 15-year Hex stake? They're in for 15 years, baby. We don't have uh, defection. Our rate of defection is very low. Our, our rate of uh, basically cult-like behavior is very high. There's a lot of hex tattoos. I saw a hex tattoo with my name on it. Someone put my name on their chest. Big one. I've seen you name I got this as a gift. Diam 3,000 stones, diamond, platinum, rose gold, emeralds, or uh, sapphires. We're killing it. We can't kill any harder. Price went up a million percent. Three-letter-dictionary.com domain name. Best founder. Hey, where's Satoshi? When Bitcoin.org was hacked a few months ago, I did an emergency live stream to warn people. Did Satoshi? No. I'm still here, killing it. Where's Satoshi? Right? So we got a better brand name, better value proposition, more features, better founder, better community. We can't win any harder. 100% uptime. Bitcoin doesn't have 100% uptime. So like, we can't win any harder. That's it. Like The only thing left is fiat on-ramps, getting the fees lower with Pulse Chain to help reduce the fees and uh, maybe build a wallet, but we don't need one. Like MetaMask works good enough. Like we, we almost have the full vertical stack 
We have value storage with X. We have consensus network with Pulse Chain. We have trading with Pulse X. Only two things left are fiat on ramps and wallet, and we're done. We have full, total, and complete vertical integration, which is funny because you're doing it while being decentralized. So if I die and go uh, go to hex.com goes offline, hex.com goes offline, doesn't matter. Everything still works fine because we have multiple front ends that multiple different people built on their own. They own the code, they run the repository, they do their own hosting. There's no central point of failure in anything that we do. And when you mint your awards, you mint your own rewards, just like a Bitcoin miner does. You don't have to ask someone for your gains. Hey, can I please have my profits? No, you mint your own rewards. It's awesome. Like, can't win any harder, man. Yeah, well, look, even though I would say about 65% of what you say has gone right over my head because I'm not really, it, it does You'll sound get it. a You'll good get it. proposition. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get it. Yeah. Just go hang on out on in the, the chats or read the website. There's some good pages on hex.com if you click around. You know, hex.com right. slash tech specs, hex.com slash scam. Both of those have a lot of questions you might have answered already. We've been doing this for years and we keep getting the same questions. We just wrote the answers down and now they're there. And you're 22 cents at the moment and you and you were, what was your peak? Uh, 56. 56, 56 point, okay. I think it was 55.6. Right. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Do, what do you, where are you on, on, um, fiat currencies. I mean, are they all going to going to collapse? They're going to all go to zero over time. Whether they collapse or not is another issue. I mean, is the currency that they use in Venezuela? I think it might be called the Bolivar. Is that collapsed? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, they they only go one direction. Fiat currencies only go one yeah. direction: down in value. That's it. Over time. You'll have blips where they become more valuable if the stock market crashes, something like that. But you know, if they raise interest rates, it, the currency becomes more valuable for a little bit. But then they reduce them again, and it's back to helicopter money and money printing and going to zero again. I mean, you don't have to understand. Understanding legacy and understanding finance is not as useful as just getting into crypto. So idiots make more money than smart people. You would have made more money buying Dogecoin than any asset on the S&P 500 nearly. Like, so yeah. we have this thing where people are so smart that they just can't seem to press the buy button. They're so smart. I mean, for 20 years, you couldn't convince people to buy the dip in the S&P 500. It seems like a giant Ponzi scheme. And then you just Google a video. You're like, buy the, and I won't curse, F and dip. And then you just Google that and it shows you a video that's like, yeah, they're just going to buy every asset forever. And they're just going to print money like there's no thing. And the video was totally right. And anyone that watched the little cartoon video would be wildly rich just by getting along anything nearly. And <laughs> like people are just too smart to take the obvious answer that we're we're betting against the dollar and all look at look at the S P five hundred chart versus the dollar. That's it. They sell yeah. index funds. You're murdering, you know, they they kill. And then crypto kills them harder. And and the rise in cryptos is essentially a function of the fact that Fiat currencies have been printing printing money at an exponential rate. Is that is that nah, the reason? It helps. The macro environment helps, but it doesn't matter that much. I mean, you had the tulip bubble. The tulip bubble happened without yeah. governments printing fiat currency. I think so. Bubbles happen on but their own. But it was a bubble. Yeah, but I'm saying bubbles happen on their own, whether the government prints a lot of money or not. You're still going to get bubble-like speculative behavior, whether the government prints money or not. The difference between those bubbles and crypto bubbles are we keep making new all-time highs 
and our all-time lows, our local lows, our annual lows keep getting higher and higher. So you had an, an all-time low at two, and then we went up to 1300, and then you had an all-time low at 266, and then we went up to 20,000, and then you had an all-time low at 3000, and then you went up to 69,000, and now I think we'll go to 11, and then we'll go to 150, and then, so, like, th did the tulip bubble ever come back? Did the Beanie Babies bubble ever come back? No. So I'm still hoping. <laughs> you got a lot of Beanie Babies sitting around. Yeah. So, so the issue is <laughs> I've like got so many. Nice. They're good. Good to cuddle with. You can make like a ball pit out of them. Um, yeah. You, they've got nice little labels on their ear. <laughs> so, like, I. Ty. If you, if you just bought the dip in anything that had product market fit you're golden you know and like look if you want to sit through your bear market and just watch your stuff become near worthless and then wait for it to get back up go ahead you know but uh no richard i'm listening to you are you, yeah. you you you've described yourself as the crypto god and i'm not going to just sit here and and languish because it's you're right it's really really boring watching <laughs> sitting out a bear market it is it sucks because you feel bad every day. You're like, hey, look, a new love. You do, you do. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely it. I mean, yeah. it affects your mood totally. Yeah. And that's the thing people don't get is like, we are human creatures and we have feelings. Yeah. And we prefer to be winning. So, I mean, I just posted yeah, yeah. a chart today. I, I, I went to the hex chart and I rewound it to the very beginning. And then I pressed the right arrow and the chart was like tick by tick. And you saw it going reversed for you guys at home. and just constant orgasm forever and you're like yeah this is the best chart i've ever seen in my life a million percent in two so years what, what's that the chart for the hex price chart and we have a better chart than okay that. we have the share price chart it's even better okay. than that so okay. like it so feels good to hex. beat everyone congrats yeah i want to be richard hart you're gonna have hex on two chains version of richard hart. you're gonna have hex on two chains okay. you're gonna have hex on the pulse chain you're gonna have hex on the ethereum chain i like hex i think it's cool. great okay well, you obviously you do, but but yeah. I mean it does sound it does sound sound good. Um, do you have any any? See, this feels weird to me because no one ever says that. <laughs> no one in any yeah. interview is like, "Yeah, this actually makes sense." I'm just going to buy some hex. No one ever does that. Everyone wants to just check do nuts and be combative. I swear to God, people just want to argue. Every interview I have is just arguing. They see all these watches and they're like, "I got to argue with this guy." But you, you seem to be smarter, so that's pretty awesome. I swear to, I swear to God, dude. Like, people, people can't take good advice really when you dumb. hand it to them. You're like, okay, I guess, I guess we'll see. When, when do you want to check in on who was right? You know, let's let's hit that remind me bot on Twitter. It's hilarious to me. Because no, how many no, people I'm, called I'm, the top? I'm, Nobody. I'm, I did. I'm I'm persuaded that you definitely know more than I do. And we'll just I go check like the facts, right? Go to richardhart.com and look. I have timestamps for all those things, and you can go verify it. Yeah. 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 Um, apart from cryptos, mm -hmm. are there any other sort of assets that you buy that you think are, I mean, you've presumably got land and stuff like that. I don't like mess that. with that stuff, man. Look, crypto outperforms everything so hard that there's no reason <laughs> to even look at the other stuff. There's not. I mean, and, get crypto enough. right and you could just do everything else wrong and it doesn't matter. And I mean, the problem you, with real estate is like, where are you going to go that they're going to let you have your rights? Good luck. Well, there is that. Where's that? I don't but, know. 
There is the counter argument there, Richard, which I, I, I sometimes hear people say. They say, mm -hmm. while you are making, while you are engaged in this kind of imaginary world of cryptos, mm -hmm. the, the the secret rulers of the universe are busy buying up farmland because they know shit that we don't. Yeah, but it's dumb. So okay, Bill Gates has owned gigantous amounts of farmland for decades. Cool. Does he live there? No. Is it high yielding? Not really. Okay, but he owns it. Okay, and and it, and if the crap hit the fan, his his land would all get squatted on, and then whoever was squatting on it would really own it because they would get to actually use it. And so this concept yeah. of like ownership is like, so you you own five houses. Okay, now who really gets to use the house? Your cleaners, the cleaning people, get to use the house. You just get to use one house at a time. You're out there breaking your balls trying to make more money, while the people that actually get to enjoy all your stuff are the people that are making almost nothing. So mm -hmm. you know this concept of ownership is like mm, tenuous. You rent a house, you get to use the house. The guy that owns it doesn't get to use the house. We'll explain that. <laughs> so apparently yeah. owning it okay. ain't that that good. So it's like there's some things that you can't have that relationship. There's some things you really do need to own, but there's a lot of things you do not. And if you were in a world where insane million percent returns weren't available to you, then I would be promoting you a lot of different things, covered calls and you know, S&P 500 indexes and all types of different stuff. But I don't need to do any of that because we found the best thing in the world and I created the best thing in the world and you don't need to, to get those other things right, really. I mean, don't, don't get them wrong, yeah. but you don't have to, like, what are you gonna buy? When do you get to 10X your money in property? Never, you'll be dead. Okay. When do you get to 10 extra money in the stock market? Never. You'll be dead unless you're a seed investor and most of your things fail. And then you make up for the failures with one, like hopefully big hit. Well, there's just, there's no way you can outperform crypto. It's not possible. It is not right. possible. You cannot outperform crypto. You can't. People that start companies in crypto usually do not outperform crypto. They usually wish they didn't start the company, even though it's in the space, they would have made better off just buying the coins. So, you know, it's weird because so, I've got books. You could go to t.me slash scivive and read my books on how to do business the right way, but it doesn't pay as well as actually just doing crypto. And when I say crypto, like you can lose a lot of money. The cryptos that I've invented anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you buy the wrong one, you lose apart everything. Apart from the ones that you Yeah, you can buy the wrong one and lose everything. Okay. Um, are there any ones that you didn't invent that you would... Um, well, Ethereum is better than Bitcoin. Bitcoin's better than the S&P 500. Monero has privacy. Uh, you know, Ethereum has privacy if you use tornado.cash. Uh, I can't really think of any other ones that you would need to use. Like, right. I, that you, you have and privacy, you have high liquidity, you have smart contracts, and you have, uh, that's it. What else do you care about? I mean, you want to launch NFTs, Ethereum's there. And look, pulsechain.com is Ethereum, but faster, less and less pollution. It's mostly the same code, right? We're copying their code and changing right. the consensus rules. Okay. Yep. Um, Richard, I would like to talk to you for a, another three sure. hours, but unfortunately That's I've good. got to go and cook supper because otherwise right. I get bollocked by my wife because I, I haven't <laughs> done it for like three days. All good, man. Um, but, good talking to you. But really, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for your advice. I hope you've, I hope you've saved my ass. I mean, well, you may have done. Do your own research, bro. So that's the thing. It's like, 
you doing your own research is nearly useless because you're not an expert, right? So this concept of telling people to yeah, do yeah. their own research to like shirk responsibility, it's a little bit silly because really your research probably isn't worth much. So yeah, quite. I just don't want to get on the hook for if, if somehow a solar flare hits and then you look at me like I destroyed your family or something, <laughs> you know, like you well, are totally responsible. Flare, well, it would just kill all the How internet, would the right? solar flare affect the hex price? Well, I mean, it would kill the internet. So then we'd have to use alternate means of communicating. That's a very good. Actually, that is a good point. Yeah. What but then you if, could just use radio. If, if you can use radio to transmit transactions, like there's other, there's alternate ways to communicate data that aren't the internet. So you can do blockchain over non-internet methods. You just have to spool up the infrastructure to do it. The world would have a lot bigger problems yeah. than blockchain being down. <laughs> Because everything would go down. Well, I don't, yeah, right. I, I don't know. I mean, because there are there are uh, sort of stories about the imminent cyber attacks and and you know the internet going down and all sorts of shit like that. Internet goes what, down. What what would happen to good? What would happen to crypto in that period? I mean, would say the internet went off for a long let me, time? Would, let me put that, it to this way: it drops eighty five percent every once in a while, anyway. But if that happened, maybe it could drop an extra fifteen percent, but it would get back up. So the volatility is in the game anyway. Solar flares are not, government intervention or not, you're gonna get that 85% dip anyway. Actually, since Hex has had a price, since Hex has had a real market, it hasn't actually ever had a, did it? I think it might've had one 86% dip once, maybe, like for big payday, because everyone right. was getting a 30% extra coin payout that day. So in reality, most of that, much of that dip was canceled out by the extra coin stakers received just for being staked a single day. But I think on the chart, we might've had one 86% dip since we had a, a real market. I'll look it up actually, but you gotta go anyway. Okay. Tell everyone where to find you, well, man, because we never really talk much about what you do. Oh yeah, well, exactly. Um, I, I, I always forget to do this bit, Richard, um, or rather uh, I, won't I do it you. last minute, yeah. but I'm on, I'm on Patreon okay. and on Subscribestar. And um, as what a website called what is Jelly your link? <laughs> Give me the link. Well, Patreon stroke James Dellingpole. I mean, okay, hang on. <laughs> we got we want people, we need a, you, an actionable call to action from you, sir. I'm going to improve your business process here. Yeah. Call well, to action, you got to tell them what you want them to do. I, Don't you want people to yeah, sign up at your yeah. Patreon? Subscribe to my Patreon and my subscribe yes. style, which is Patreon, then James Dellingpole, subscribe star James Dellingpole. <laughs> and also you can give me cryptos via my dellingpoleworld.com. Uh -huh. um, and yeah. There you go. Um, my good. podcast is really good. Nice, man. Good stuff. Yes. I, I love what you just did. I love it. It's very good. Uh, <laughs> for you guys that are watching, so do, do you produce, so what we just did, does this go out on your channel somewhere? Does this end up on your podcast right yeah, now yeah. or just on mine? It just okay. goes out, it, so it goes out on Spotify and okay. on Apple Podcasts and, right. and Rumble well, then I'll and show my Odyssey. Thing. Yeah, so here's, here's my stuff. Yeah, I do. The world's largest free airdrop. If you have any coins on Ethereum or Ethereum itself, you're getting a copy of all that on a superior network, pulsechain.com. Pulsex.com is a premier uh, exchange on that. There's a sacrifice regarding it you know, basically all the supply of it is given for free to people that sacrifice to support freedom of movement and freedom of assembly. Right now there's over 888 million on just the ETH chain, another about 40 million on the BSC chain that's been sacrificed so far. And that rate gets 5% worse every day. So you get 5% less for your sacrifice and it only runs for another, I don't know, 
45 days maybe. And then, uh, so go to pulsex.com. It's the most actionable, useful, time-sensitive thing I can tell you. richardhart.com if you want to see my videos, how to be a better person. If you want to read my uh, my free books, t.me slash scivive, S-C-I-V-I-V-E. Richard Hart Win on Twitter, Richard Hart Official on Instagram, and Richard Hart on YouTube. Uh, you know, I'm the giving tree. I give away free everything, free books, free chat rooms, free price calls, free cryptocurrencies. And I'm also, the, you know, rumored to be a billionaire if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, it was well, great talking thing, to you, Richard, man. It was, and I was going to say to you, I feel I've only, I've, I've just started to get to know you in the sort of the course of the podcast. So will you do another one sometime? I'd love to. We can talk about love other to. stuff besides yeah. cryptos. For sure. Get to know each other better. Sounds good, man. Thanks, that James. That would be fun. See you soon, good. bro. Thanks a lot. I'm, I'm going to go and cook supper now. All right, bye.